Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everybody. Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I am your chunk. I'm Doge, and you send that many? Don't forget one thing. What? A good supply of hunky bags. I love it. And I'm Carter, and I didn't chunk anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's when somebody gets mad at Sylvester Stallone for, like, throwing something at them. (laughs) I didn't chug anything. You already did Trotman, so yeah, I was. He's got uh, the best voice he in does. this movie. That's true. God did hey. Rambo. <laughs> I made him. Why are you the hunk? Because I had, and we're in our series called Dadder Day Afternoon, as you well know. Are we? Oh, I had the Dadder Dayest morning of all time. Tell me when this morning. Oh, I woke up at five you a.m. on the American clock. Yep. And That's what AM stands for. American morning. Threw on your khaki shorts. Well, no, did put on a robe. And <laughs> I watched uh, this really old show that dads love while I drink my coffee. It's called The News. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I left my house way too early to get here on time and had accidentally 30 minutes to spare. So I bought donuts for my family. You did. And I arrived here on time. And kolaches. And I'm currently wearing an undershirt that's tucked into my jeans under my sweatshirt. Isn't that a nice secure feeling though? I feel, I feel like you could hang me upside down from a building and I would still protect my modesty. Yeah, I don't, I love a good tucked in (laughs) undershirt. 
I love a good tucked-in undershirt. <laughs> Why are we just moving past that? <laughs> I, it's uh, going to be the quote that's on, if we ever cut a trailer of our show, <laughs> it's just going to be... We have insightful conversations about movies. And then it's my dumb voice going, you can hang me upside down from a building. <laughs> Nobody would see my unders. I uh, I am undershirtless today, and it's kind of weird. Ooh. Are you breezy? It's I'm, cold out there It's today. cold, isn't it? Breezy, beautiful. It is cold. Carter girl. But yeah, I am, I'm on that train to where underarms of the other undershirts got so bad because yeah. I had them for so long. Had to replenish, but only replenished with a three pack. Yeah. Let me tell you Mm. on president's day this past Monday. So we had the day off of work Yeah, and I Marie condoed my entire dresser and my closet. Just like George Washington would have wanted. I threw it in your pantry. No, 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 no. My closet, my clothing closet. No, it's where you keep all your uh, medicine, medicine snacks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Let's roast me when I'm trying to share a good thing. Share your story. I threw away old undershirts and I bought new undershirts. That's also nice. And it's a great feeling. Are you a tank guy? I'm not a tank guy. I used to be a V-neck guy, but now I'm just a solid crew neck. Just a crew boy. You know who is a tank guy? Mm. Tell me. No, that's your job. Oh. (laughs) I thought we were. I thought we were still riffing. I thought we were going crazy here. Sorry, I honestly got distracted. There was a pigeon on your roof. And this is fun. I'm Doge. You miss out, man. I know dude, I do. Dude, My back's to the nature window. He just flew up into the tree. Did you just see him, dude? Yeah. That pigeon was strutting. Was he? His stuff. I mean, it was like <laughs> you can tell by the way I use yes. my. Like it was a hundred percent. No time to squawk. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Did you hear that high five? Like Carter with I the like heat. It. Speaking of heat and tank tops, I guess the movie we're talking about today is First, First Blood. Blood. <laughs> I almost said Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> so mine was Worst Blood. Worst Blood. So I think the best thing we could do here is maybe Doge, if from the rubble of the exploded mine. Yes, sir. Could you dig us out a synopsis? I am a dad. So if there's one thing I know how to do, it's go in the yard and dig. That's so true. Here we go. Like all dads. Like all dads. <laughs> You're getting dads and dogs mixed up. My Do you dad's think a this is a dog? I think. Oh. Bulldozer, more like yeah, it. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Oh, Never heard that before. High five again. Dad of the afternoon, full of high fives. <laughs> this week's synopsis is written by Grants, but don't worry, it has two S's. Oh, thank God. Set in modern times, vampires roam the earth and are humans' mortal enemies. Stop. However, a substitute has been found for hey, human blood. Dude, I don't think so. I don't think what? so. This is wrong. What is that? That's, I think that's be true like, blood. Oh, I think that might be okay, true, that's blood. true blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. my bad. My bad, my bad. <laughs> the real synopsis is written by Ahmet Kozen. And it says Blue Bloods follows the lives of NYPD's <laughs> first family of law enforcement, the Reagans. Frank, the police commissioner. <laughs> hey, 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 what? Man. <laughs> hey, I, don't think, I don't think that one's it either, my man. Oh, that was Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. It yeah, started at the my very bad. beginning. Similar. Okay. This week's synopsis is written by Skip4591 and I named that as a cuss. <laughs> and it says, <laughs> This is a collaboration? It's Ass Man 316. <laughs> Use your imagination. <laughs> like that 360 is like, yeah. what? A fearless, globe trotting, terrorist battling secret agent has his life turned upside down when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used car salesman. This is true lies. Oh, true yeah. lies. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is written by IMDb editor. A look at the life of the astronaut, Neil Armstrong, the legendary space. Oh, that's first man. <laughs> We're going to get there. Do your research, dude. Kenneth Chisholm comes to save us and says a veteran Green Beret is forced go. by a cruel sheriff and his deputies to flee into the mountains and wage an escalating one man war against his pursuers. 
Let me tell you something. When we sat down to watch this movie on the couch, I was like, this movie is crazy. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot of like jumping out of trees, the whole thing's in like <laughs> East Asia, like firing machine guns. Into the- so I've only seen true, uh, I almost said it too. I've only seen First Blood Part 2. Same here. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. And when it started, he was like walking down a mountain path. I was like, what? Doesn't is- it feel like a completely different movie? It is it a completely different movie. <laughs> it started as, no, I don't mean that sarcastically. <laughs> I mean, it is also. It starts. I guess the story of, I mean, this one's based on a novel and yeah. it starts a pointed, um, criticism of American war culture, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it's very deer and hunter it turned into everything that it didn't. Yeah. That it, it criticized. Of, it, it, it takes a little bit of a diehard route. Like we talked about last week where it was right. like, Oh, you didn't understand the theme of your first movie. When yeah. You, you didn't know why it worked so well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Stallone wrote the scripts for the other ones, but he rewrote this one many times. Yeah. Yeah. Many times. I think it's 17 drafts, right? Yeah. It was a three and a half hour long screening the first time. Wow. And he wanted to remove his name from it. He, cause he's in the middle of Rocky. He's between like two and three at this point. And he's like, I, we're not going to do this. And then he just cuts it down to 90 minutes, cuts most of his stuff out because there's probably more of the deputy or the sheriff or whatever will then Rambo in this movie or yeah. just as much. Uh, oh, I think there's way more boy. It worked. Yeah. It worked better than what the alternative could have been. Sure. Sure. I have complicated feelings about this movie. Okay. Uh, very complicated, way more complicated than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. We have a whole episode to discuss them. That's true. Um, and to start off the complications, I'm going to super dump. Okay. The inciting action of this movie needs way more substance for me. Yeah. Way more substance hey, for guess me. What? That's my super dump too. The really? conflict lock just isn't strong enough. The escalation is rapid. Yeah. And there is just, uh, if you, if you want to get across the point that people came back from the Vietnam war and they were treated as criminals instead of heroes in juxtaposition to previous wars, I get that. I understand that. That's a thing. Um, tons of Vietnam veterans were um, kind of wandering for a while and just yeah. looking for a place to be. Totally understand that. And it's a real thing that towns didn't want them there. These are all things that I understand that I I know. It is the blind hatred with no explanation that I need more substance on because that escalation from let me give you a ride out of town. I buy that of just like, Hey, this is my town. I got to protect it. You get it. I don't agree with the thought, yeah. but I buy that from this character of like, I'm going to take him out of town and I'm going to be frustrated when he tries to come back in that I get. But then like the borderline torture and jail and like yeah. the cruel treatment and the fact that, I don't know, just the whole thing felt so flimsy that I had a really hard time buying into this movie until about 40 minutes in. I'm the same way. I had a hard time rooting for, I had a hard time rooting for John Rambo until what's his name falls out of the helicopter. And then he comes in and is like, Hey, this is out of control. There's a guy already dead. And then they shoot at him. Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, yes. they're actually villains. But other than that, it was, it was what I think Jordan, you've talked about on the show before of the worst kind of conflict in a movie is when people just won't talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what this felt like of just him saying like, Hey, I would really like to walk through your town. If you don't want me to stop and eat dinner here, that's fine. I'll yeah. go somewhere else. I don't have to engage with you. I hope we do this movie someday, but it reminds me of Fugitive, Harrison Ford, Tommy oh, Lee yes. Jones relationship. Yeah. yeah. And then they finally say it, which earned Tommy Lee Jones an Oscar, but it's like, I didn't kill my wife. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, I don't, don't care. care. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, but I think the reason it's not my super dump 
I dump on it a little bit though. Like the kind of dump that's unexpected. Sure. Like, I didn't think I had to go that bad. <laughs> um, Gross. It's me in about 45 minutes. Possibly. At first I thought maybe it's just because of how much editing and reworking had been done here, but yeah. it really feels like an out of play. It almost feels like a deliverance. To, have y'all seen deliverance? Like you just happen to stumble upon the worst people in the yeah. world. Right. Well, but it was like, why are they, but we don't get any background. So I totally see that. It's like, what is, and in the book, supposedly it was a lot more about war tactics and it's the difference between the Korean war and the Vietnam. War. Right. Well, yeah. Will is a Korean war veteran. Yeah. Um, even in the movie he is, you can see his purple heart behind his desk when yeah. he's sitting there, but yeah. they never go into it. But even besides that in the book, John Rambo is um, vicious. Yeah. I mean, in the book, he is not a sympathetic character yeah. at all. He does yeah. not have his moment Which is a of, super Stallone thing. Right. Which felt important. But I think before. we try to play it both ways here. That I agree with. So, th- And this is the heart of my conflict with this Outside movie. of like a Jekyll and Hyde? Like, do you think he can't help it? It's, it's Frankenstein to me. Well, he said that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but, but that solidified everything when I read that quote from him of mm-hmm. like, that makes a lot of he sense. He makes Rambo and Frankenstein's right. master. Yeah. Um, whereas um, his uh, Colonel, uh, what was his name? Troutman. Yeah. Troutman is Dr. Frankenstein. He created him yeah. and he's got to own up to the consequences kind of a thing. Um, but in the book, there is no um, catharsis followed by let's get you out of here. It's a mercy kill at the end. Yeah. That's how I think the movie should have ended. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, so yeah, the, the beginning of the movie, Callie hated everything up to Troutman showing up. Really? Yeah. yeah. She was just like, this is senseless. Like, yeah. And, and it, it is, and we're supposed to think that, but it pushes it. I think there's a I sense in, in which I think the movie is not quite as smart as it thinks it is. You know what I mean? Like it, it is clearly saying something that's important and needs to be said but it's not quite articulating it the way that I think they believe it is. Does that make sense? I do. It does. Uh, in fact, the number one comparison, I hate that we keep comparing things to this. The number one comparison lady, that I Wolf. have is Joker. Yeah. Um, my biggest gripe with Joker was that it felt like the message was be nice to people with um, mental illness or else they'll kill you. Yeah. This one felt like be nice to war vets with PTSD. Or else they'll kill you. Yeah. That is not a good reason to be nice to somebody. It is a reason to be nice to somebody. (laughs) I would have liked to have seen be nice to this person because he's a person. And then the, the fact that he is a veteran is why he's got the skills to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only one death and that's semi-accidental. And I I do appreciate that. Two deaths. Wills dies. Does he not die? Uh -uh. Okay. Um, they wheel him out in the stretcher. He looks right at Rambo at the very end. Oh, gotcha. And I was not wearing my contacts or glasses. Thought that boy's face was dead. <laughs> I would say that, wait, but everybody dies. <laughs> I mean, it's like kind of out of focus the whole time. Yeah. There's probably at least one more death in that police car that flips fully upside down and from explodes. about 15 feet up and then blows That's up. True. So yeah, probably people up. die there. Um, but yeah, John Rambo is directly responsible for one death and it's an accident. Yeah, I feel like also the strength behind that throw to shatter yeah, the windshield of a, of a helicopter. helicopter action movie in 1982. Yep. I uh, feel like Sylvester Stallone was the only one trying to do the right thing with this movie. And I think he's I just fighting against all the other stuff. I agree. Yeah. Like even the fact that so Al Pacino was approached for the role of this of, of John Rambo. Oh, wow. And, and they 
they said no because he wanted him to be like legitimately off the cuff, like crazy, like a crazy, well, crazy in the, person. In the book, he is. Well, right, crazy is the wrong word, but in the book, he the the razor they used to shave him. Did you read this? Uh-uh. The way that he kills the guy that fell out of the hel- helicopter, he murders him in the book by gutting him from pelvis to neck. Yeah, with Wee. the razor blade they used to shave his face. Ooh. Yo, <laughs> <That> <laughs> I mean, me that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm trying to, uh, I mean, I think kudos to Sylvester for trying so hard to make it not just about that. And I think we get that in his, his monologue at the end, but like, I don't know. It didn't feel as. Yeah. I feel like this probably benefits from the, the narration style of a novel where we can see Rambo's inner monologue. You know what I mean? And we could be in his head. Yeah. Yeah. He's virtually silent throughout. I mean, in the, in the last five minutes of the movie, he probably triples his lines. Is there any, I I was thinking of this last night as I was watching it. Is there any other movie where we spend most of our frame with the antagonist? You know what I mean? Because, because Rambo is the protagonist. No, Joker's the protagonist. Arthur Flex, the protagonist there, but Rambo's the protagonist here. Is he though? You know what I mean? I think he is. I think it's about. It's a more 50, 50 split, but there is a lot of Hans Gruber. Yeah. And Die Hard. That's true. And his crew. Yeah. So maybe that is an action flick kind of thing too. Well, but, but that's what I'm saying. Terminator. Whose viewpoint are we? Terminator is the, he's the antagonist. Yeah. But who's, whose viewpoint are we really from? You know, like, like is John Rambo the the protagonist of this movie is the town. You know, it's hard. If we're, if we're expecting somebody to grow and change and like, that's, that's kind of the, the protagonist drives the plot and grows and changes, or at least has the expectation of growth and change on yeah. them. Right. Who drives the plot and who do we expect to grow and change? The See, sheriff. I, I, yeah. I would say the sheriff. And I would say that Rambo feels like a force of nature. Mm-hmm. So Rambo's Godzilla. Yeah. Cause well, it, yeah, that's it, good. there were times where it felt like a horror movie where, where Rambo is Michael Myers stalking the kids through camp. Like, well, and again too, I mean, Sly was saying he was viewing this from the Frankenstein story. Right. So the monster of Frankenstein while it carries the name of the story is not the main part of it. Like we're following the doctor and like we're following for, yeah. for part of it. Yeah. I mean yeah. like this where we, we go back and forth a little bit. If the sheriff is the protagonist, then we need to set him up as the protagonist because we yeah. present Sylvester Stallone because he's in between Rockies. Sure. He's presented as the protagonist, right? His face is on the poster, which Godzilla's yeah. face is usually on the poster. But we would never start a Godzilla movie with <clears throat> Godzilla just walking around at the bottom of the ocean waiting for a nuke to get dropped on him. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. we, we would start it. Now I kind of want that, but. Yeah, I mean, that might be. <laughs> a, norm, a normal day in Godzilla's life until <laughs> nuclear testing. Everything was coming up, all Godzilla, until. <laughs> yeah. Just a freeze frame. Yeah, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got <laughs> except, here. Except it's just. <laughs> the whole time. Which would be very good. Um, yeah. The whole presentation of this movie is very interesting. I think it just can't decide what it wants to be. And it does feel like it's had 17 rewrites. Yeah, I agree. Because with that. it feels like, like whenever you look at a skeleton of an animal and it's got like leftover bones and it's just like, what are those for? I don't know. They were useful at some point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it feels like there's things like that in this movie. Yeah. So it's great. Um, it, the eighties were great for one liners and the eighties were great for another thing that I want to talk about. But first the one liners at one point for Carter, at one point Rambo grabs the sheriff 
has a knife to his throat and says, remember that I, when I could have killed you, I didn't. And that's very cool. That's just a great line. His um, commanding officer speaks only in one-liners. Correct. Yeah. He's got the worst case of 80s one-liner movie disease I have ever oh heard. Oh my gosh. But the other thing that the 80s were really good at, and uh, we're seeing it come back with things like John Wick, is we build up how cool a character is using somebody that knows them talking about them in with reverence. Yeah. Um, so in John Wick, we have the, he's the guy you sent to kill the boogeyman. That whole thing. Yeah. Yaga. In this, we have... Pencil. Pencil. <laughs> in this, we have the utter confidence that Troutman has that they are outmatched and outclassed by one man. We That's, don't doubt anything that Rambo does once Troutman shows up because the guy who trained him is like, you are in trouble. Yeah. I here's, this is weird. Okay. Troutman's existence. I pump. Troutman's existence is my super dump. Okay. Okay. He feels like he's important to be there and have the conversations at the bar and be at the very end to hold Rambo and all that stuff. But sure. this guy is one of those, he, I Rambo, the sentimental side of Rambo, which is the very end. Right. And just Sly's face when he's not talking, basically Jeez. is great. But this guy comes in and almost breaks it, but he's, a, he's, uh, he apparated out of nowhere. Right. He is a cartoon. Yeah. He who never like changes his movie. clothes. That's true. He's wearing, he's in full uniform the whole time. Yeah. Which again, he, he is the, the beginning of a trope, right? Which I think is funny and important for action movies. Like this guy shows up again, like in all the Rambo movies, but also this guy is the, this feels like right up there with like the uh, full metal jacket Sarge, right? Like the guy who just is there and is, people are going to try and, 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 interpret him in different ways or uh, recreate that character in a lot yeah. of different movies. But I don't like how he just shows up out of nowhere and just stays like that. And he just gets to walk invincible Chuck exactly. Norris, like into the fray and not have anything bad happen to him. Well, and we have to believe him when he says that, like, cause there's an element too where this, like it almost broke the movie for me when he's like, it was my quote in the intro when he's like, I can tell you one thing. If you send a full squadron of people up there, there's one thing you're going to need. What? A bunch of body bags. It's yeah. just like, man, I, you, you can't expect me to believe that he's going to, he's going to beat the entire national guard that has turned out for this. Yeah. And the reason I and right. the local and state law enforcement. Right. And that he had time to build all those traps for them. Yeah. In like an hour. Right. Troutman is more dad or day afternoon than Rambo is. He is. Oh, so that's good. He yeah. is, he is yeah. the poster for it, right? It's like, this is why we're doing this series and why it stands out. But yeah, in essence, he is my super dump. I sure. Which, that which feels should, wrong. Should have been like a doctor or a counselor or a mental health professional being or, like, Hey, like what you're doing, you're aggravating it. Your aggression will be met with aggression. You yeah. have to do something different. Or maybe the I think, second woman to be cast in the movie. Yeah, for real. <laughs> another woman or another person of color, anything besides angry white dudes would have yeah. been just killer. Yeah. I think, I think he should have been an older war vet that lived in the town. Yeah. Not somebody that Rambo even knows, but just somebody who's like, just give me a, tr- like, let me try talking. Somebody who knows him and can be very like, good. and can be like, Sam, just give me this, or Will, what's his name? The sheriff? Will. Will. Treasel. 
that he, who can be like, well, you've known me a long time. Why don't you let me go have this conversation first? Just somebody who can be like, I don't know you. You don't know me, but I know that this isn't you. Or maybe like, it, I know maybe that it's a world war two vet. Right. That came back the hero and is like, listen, yeah. dude, there's still it's traumatic stuff for me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I like that a lot more, but maybe it's I Reggie feel Bell like Johnson. that changes action movies. Yeah. It, it makes it more thoughtful in a way that but I selfishly, wanted, in a way I selfishly do. don't want it to be changed because I do want trauma to, to exist. That's, yeah. that's, that's why it's so strange. <laughs> this movie I feel like could do for an update, a remake and change the name of the character. So it's not Rambo anymore, but still Bambo. call it first. Yeah. Bambo. Glambo. This one's about, this one's about Don Bambo and uh, Don, ba- <laughs> you know, it's Don Bambo. Um, Cause Sly has become so tied to the name Rambo, but Rambo's not this anymore. You know, Rambo yeah. is uh, Ethan Hunt out well, in the jungle. to Sly, by the way, to be Rambo and Rocky. For real. Who does that? Alan Rickman. Same. He gets to be Hans Gruber and, and Snape. Snape. Ian McKellen. Okay, well. Yeah. We got them all. Great. <laughs> That's all of them. I know we could keep going for Sir, like 10 minutes. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Sean Astin. Mm-hmm. Sean Bean. Yeah. Who? Oh, yeah. Boromir and yeah. Ned, Nedded Stark. Which one's that one from? Huh? The second one? What's that from? Oh, I don't remember. That was just a name somebody once all whispered. I heard was, all I heard was... Somebody, somebody said it. Whispered that name of that show on the wind once. Oh, and it blew in one ear and out the other. Mm, much Shout like the story. What'd you say? Do you think we should go to Shout Nonsense? You know what, Carter? That seems like... A great idea. Welcome to Shout Announcements, the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. Here we go. Hey, if you're not subscribed to our Patreon, please do it. We, uh, we've we got cool stuff, extra bonus stuff coming at you. Just did for Parasite. Instance, we just did Parasite. It has either already come out or it's about to come out. But with Who Patreon, knows? there's no rules just right. We can never predict what we're going to do. <laughs> Speaking of never predicting things, I would have never predicted that you guys could blow our review goal out of the water when we said we wanted 200, oh. but you did. <laughs> we have well over 200 226 now, now or something 228 like that. last time I checked. What? But by the time this episode comes out, it will no doubt be closer to 1, 1 million, million than it is right now. Because we're doing that. We're going to apply to be Rotten Tomatoes sponsored. Yeah, we sure are. Uh, in like Rotten a week. Tomatoes. Yep. First That's of March. Phenomenal. Um, something I would love for y'all to do. Please follow us on Twitter. Please follow us on, on uh, the Instagrams. Mm. Um, these are fun follows. Take Twitter as kind of a news update place. Uh, polls every now and then. Take Instagram as a two chunks update place. Nice. Um, and you'll really enjoy both. Doge is doing a phenomenal job uh, just kind of creating it's lots the of look, selfies. The look of two chunks. It's, yeah, it's, it's mostly sort of selfies. Different angles of Doge's head and very face tuned selfies. Yeah. And they're just throwing, throwing some text on there. Yeah. Yeah. Thus ends the shortest shout announcements in the history. Short announcements. Well, I world. guess time now to get back to the show. And uh, here we and are. Here we are. So I guess yeah. we're back in it. Man, you got to place that music better. I, it keeps cutting me off when I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, I do cue it up live. So, so that's so the problem. Just quit hitting that button. That's all I'm asking you to do. <laughs> just let me finish my thoughts. That would have been a good place to play it again as a joke, but you know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'll, I won't do that. <laughs> you just do the Rumpelstiltskin song out of nowhere. <laughs> Terrified. Hey, also, I guess. By the way, we're very we sorry. We scared people. We're very sorry uh, about that. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I think it's I very giggled. funny. I think it's very funny. I yeah. know that is your giggle. On that, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> so 
the back half of this movie is a different movie than the first half. The yes. first half is uh, Stalker in the Jungle, very scary. And then, no, by the way, I feel so sorry for a homie who got kneecap. Oh my god! Spikes, yeah. quintuple spike. <laughs> Oof! And I'm pretty sure one of those oh. was in the boy Ooh. zone. That felt like the Predator, straight yeah. to Chicago. Hey, as while we were watching town. that, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. While, while, that's good. I was watching this movie. I was like, dang, we probably should have done Predator. Yeah, because Predator is so Predator awesome. Predator would have been. Good it for is. This. Maybe there's a time to bring that back. Though. Maybe we could do. It just felt weird. We talked about that though, but we didn't want yeah. to have Arnold be 50% of exactly. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. I just had an idea for a series, but I'm going to back pocket it so that we don't reveal it to the listeners. It's about all kinds of predators. <laughs> We've got Sons of the Lambs. We're going to do Spotlight. <laughs> We're going to do. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, that's a good movie. So it feels like this movie tried to put all of the thoughtfulness in the final 50 minutes. Too right? little, too late. I agree. I think I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to be fully on board with this movie and and I, I did enjoy watching yeah. it, but I think because it aspired to be something more than it was. And to me fell a little short of that. I don't know. I, Very I was abrupt. underwhelmed because our, our biggest peak in being sentimental, the credits are, but seconds away. Exactly. So that's my super pump. Just let's go ahead and talk about it. Um, Stallone on the floor, hey, collapsed, mine too. crying, giving his monologue. Yeah. That's when we get to see, I mean, you get to see him do that in Rocky. You get to see him do it a couple of times, but he really shines here. And this movie, this is the moment where the movie transcends to something better than what it was before to me. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think people would talk about this movie still if, if it that didn't have this monologue from Zelaya. Absolutely. And he said that that story that he's sharing is one is that he real. actually got from a Vietnam vet. Yeah. Of the shoebox wow. that explodes? Oh, wow. Horrific. Jeez. It, that reminds me of the Tears in the Rain monologue from Blade Runner. Yes. It's something that is just so totally transcendent and yep. elevates a movie that was good before. I think Blade Runner is much stronger than Rocky, oh. than, than Rambo, yeah, than yeah. First Blood. Goodness is before this monologue. You did that to yourself. At the I know beginning. I did. <laughs> but th- this is one of those, one of those monologues to me that would be like, this is one of the ones that people will talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and, and I think that, I think that you're dead on with saying like, I don't think this movie's high, as highly regarded as it is without Sly yeah. and without this monologue. Yep. Um, and, and his, his delivery is like, he's, he's just such a good actor and I wish that he yeah. was able to show it off in more characters than Rocky. Yeah. I feel like he's been stuck. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, same. Uh, my super pump is right before this, and it's probably the most Saturday afternoon super pump I'll ever have. But when he just shoots the whole town, like he, <laughs> when he just destroys the entire town with a gun, and he's got the he's got the crossed uh-huh. ammo on his chest, uh-huh. like this feels like this is so American action film, one hundred percent. That yeah. this felt like it was in, it was uh, an interpretation of something we'd already seen. But then there's a moment that you step outside of it and you say, well, actually something we've already seen was probably an homage to this. Yeah. This is it. And so, yeah. And it's, it's kind of a silly one, but it's at that point, I was just like, this is the, the feelings that I got in my man body watching it. were like, this is eighties action. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. We won't really get this back. 
Like this, they're really, I, I legitimately think there was only a window for this yeah. and it's done. And if yep. you're interpreting it, it's only to make you feel like it did in the eighties. Exactly. Right. The, the moment for me that was, that was the trail of gunpowder. This whole, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. The whole yeah, thing, this whole yeah. sequence, him just blowing up the town. Yeah. Him shooting the entire place. Like, yeah. And maybe, and, Hey, by the way, dump on how the heck did everybody get out of town just yeah. in time? That was my yeah. thing a little bit like convenient that it was like, Oh, I'll use the radio that goes into everybody's home and business. Well, yeah, I how guess are there more Rambo movies because shouldn't he have the death penalty? Shouldn't he be in prison? For <laughs> I'm, the pretty, I'm pretty sure two starts with him in like a labor camp. Oh, uh, so he's like actually in. Yeah. Like he's like in prison in a labor camp, like breaking up rocks and stuff when they come oh, hit him. Cause they're like, we, Johnny, we got us in jail one last time. <laughs> and he's like, I'll do it for Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for my robot friend. No, that was Vin Diesel. <laughs> that Sorry. was Vin Diesel. It's okay. That's fine. They're close. Yeah, they are. Just a conversation Sonically. between the two. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the tectonic plates of the I'm earth Groot. No, it's the same. Yeah. I tried to be sly as Groot, but no, it was Vin. It was just Vin. Sil- Sylvester. You did it. Stelisol. <laughs> we could have stopped. <laughs> Stan Stiesel. Why haven't we been calling you Rambo the whole time? See, I wish that you would call me Rambo. I'm so sorry. I meant to do that from the start because you made a funny on Slack <laughs> and called yourself Rambo here. I feel the freedom to make jokes because most of this movie is explosions, which are uninteresting to, to talk about. We're mostly about. done with the movie. Sven Stiesel, if I, if I may. Sven. Sven Stiesel. Sven Stiesel. Sven Stiesel. It's, it's the, uh, the hair of John Rambo, the body of Rocky, the tank top. So far you just have Rambo. So yeah, we're Rambo so far. (laughs) The tank top of of Rambo. (laughs) No, no, no. This one's Vin with the chain, but the face of Rocky. Of Rocky. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I'm not done yet. The general thighs and leg regions. Rocky and Rocky four when he's training. Yeah. Nobody is going to have the mental image of exactly all these things, what they look like. Because so far you've described Sylvester Stallone wearing a wider tank top than he does in this the movie. Shoes. The, the combat boots from the beginning of first blood that, okay. that Rambo wears. But we're going to take all of that. I love this character, by the way. The person who's trying to create a hypothetical <laughs> by just very, like, over the top, creating the exact thing so that actually Sven, is. Hear me out. Sven Measle is Sylvester Stallone in a white tank top instead yeah. of a gray one. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> the cars. This is still happening. That he buys when he wins his fight in Rocky II. <laughs> Do you think anyone's still listening to our podcast? No. <laughs> uh, his oh. hair is amazing, though. In, oh, my it goodness. Really gosh. It's feathery. It really is. I wish that would come back. You know what? Do you we think saw his butt? Should we little- keep a butt count in movies? I think that's funny. Yeah, we should keep a butt count. There's one. <laughs> that There's canvas one. he still owns. The canvas he wears. The oh, yeah. poncho looking thing that was an actual thing that they he just found. found it. Whoa. It was like rotten and just made pretty it. gross. Yuck. Oh, also... Shout out to Sly for breaking his body in this movie. Yeah. When he fell from the cliff, he broke like three ribs. Oh his actual like guttural scream when he falls on that branch is real because he broke his ribs. What are you doing, bud? 
And he broke that dude's nose. He oh, actually yeah. broke that one he deputy's threw an nose. Elbow into that deputy's nose. And the bandage it. he has on and the black eyes are because of Sylvester Stallone. So this is the only yeah, movie right? involving John Rambo where he doesn't use a bow and, a bow and arrow. arrow. And to me, if the first one is the only one where something doesn't happen, you missed something. It shouldn't. Right? It shouldn't happen. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything. I'm not making a statement about bows and arrows, whatever. But it's just like, that should tell you everything you need to know about the franchise where it's like the first one, the one widely regarded as the best one. Uh, doesn't have this thing, but the rest of them do. That's weird, right? No, yeah. that's why it's good. <laughs> I know the leather jacket in Terminator was great, but I don't think he should wear it anymore. You know, like, like, like that's what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Is like, uh, I know he played a robot, but he shouldn't be a robot. What if he's anymore? not a yeah, robot? What if he's just a human? guy? What if he learns how to love and gets a heart? By the way, that knife. Well, hold on. Hold on. Now. Wait a second. That's why I said that. <laughs> yeah. Talk about the knife. It's cool. I love it. I think that's it, our Instagram art for this episode. That is. Yeah. Um, I think that's what stands out to me more than the bow and arrow, even though the bow and arrow is what is made fun of more. Like when you get hot shots, like the right uh, Charlie Sheen, like making fun of action movies, like it's the bow and arrow. Right. So somehow Rambo is known to a lot of people of the, that Rambo. Bow, yeah. Isn't but there, I don't know. isn't, isn't first blood part two. Isn't that the movie where he breathes through the straw under the water, like the reed? Yeah. And sticks it up. Cause I was waiting for that in this movie. And then it was, it was like, I was like, maybe I have not seen this at all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I hadn't. and it is so similar to Predator. Because I was like, when is it that he hides in mud? Dude, yeah. Predator's, Predator's better. Predator's I think better. Predator's a better movie. Yeah. But I don't think it's better than Judgment Day. Oh, And if yeah. we had to pick an no. army. If we had to yeah. pick an army, it's going to be T2. Oh, for sure. I think maybe we're going to have Predator come back. Boy, shoy. Boy, shoy. Predator might be a Patreon thing. Hey, yeah. look. 90 minute movie. Let's rate it. Yeah. We're winding down already. Let's make it happen. Let's go to the scale. Have a few laughs. laughs. See, the fact that we're still quoting the better one from last week should <laughs> yeah. tell you everything. We here at Two Junks and a Hunk have perfected the art of movie rating using the scientific cinema scale, but we've datified it for us here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here it is. The best thing we can say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy that poster. poster. <laughs> Those were high fives. Adam just threw up in his mouth. <laughs> that was a, a three-way triple high five. Because <laughs> um, if there's one thing dads love, it's, it's high, high fives and, and their hair, buddies. Hair, tuss- hair tussles. And building things. Home and improvement. Dragging uh-huh. their children to uh-huh. Home Depot at like eight on a Saturday when all they want to do is sleep in. How tall the ceilings are at Home Depot and Lowe's used to give me anxiety as a kid. Because I would look up and be like, that's too tall for building. <laughs> it feels eternal. Be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like space, but smaller, yeah, but absolutely. still too big. Yeah. yeah. How do they change the light bulb? <laughs> oh, that does freak me out a little bit, yeah. actually. Uh, the next best thing is rent it and then uh, stream it. Nope, it's buy it, then rent it, then stream it. Followed by forget it and last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. Dad, Dad has forsaken us. Oh, that's oh. way sadder. Let's not do that one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> okay. I'll go first. Yeah. yeah. I rent it. Okay. okay. Um, I think you need to see it. And I think it's worth spending a little bit of money on Yeah, because of, I mean, John Rambo shoots a town up. It is the, uh, it is older than predator. I think, I so. think so. Did yeah. it do jungle beast against the world before predator did? It might've, it feels reductive to call Rambo a jungle beast. Feels well, reductive to call the predator a jungle beast. And I'm on this planet. So it's true. Yeah. It's, true. it's, it's a rent. It is not the, it is not Die Hard. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be my least favorite of, of Saturday afternoon. There's a but chance. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. This is going to be a stream it for me. Um, and if you, if it's not available on any streaming service, which it's not, uh, watch the last 20 minutes of it on YouTube, find Sylvester Stallone's monologue on YouTube, because to me, it was going to be a forget it until we got that monologue. Mm. It, I, it is a very influential. Cause I think it was, it minutes. was, I mean, this is hyperbole, but welcome to our show. It was nothing until that monologue. It was just kind of action that thought it was saying something that wasn't until we got that monologue at the end. Right. Sure. Uh, it's also a stream it for me as well. Uh, it was not going to be a forget it for me until that monologue, but it, you know, everything's a sliding scale here. It, it slid a sly from a nice ding scale. It slid from a low, yeah, a low scale. stream to a high stream for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be cool if I never watched it again. Yeah, I probably Honestly. won't. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I did one time. Same. And that's why I read. I was like, I think you should see it one time. Sure. In fact, I hate to say that I think the reductive, super action-y uh, First Blood Part 2 might have been more fun mm-hmm. than, yeah. from my memory, it might have been mm-hmm. a more fun movie than this. Yeah. Um, what this, did we do? this lacked the fun and the substance until the very end. Yeah. Make sure you uh, tune in next week for a movie that's definitely not lacking in fun. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited. First. We're all getting a little bit too old for this stuff, huh? First yeah. Mel movie? First Mel? I think so. First Danny? My goodness gracious. A lot of firsts. It's all firsts in Saturday Afternoon. Yeah. Across we've, the board. All five of these dudes, we've never done a movie with. Can't believe we've never done Jingle all the way. So to end today's episode, I'd like for us each to give our name. I can do that. And our best attempt at what our 80s action movies we got hurt sound would be. You know, they've all got them. They've all got like the grunt or the yell or the whatever. Like they've all got their like, I got injured sound. Yeah. Which people love listening to. So I'm glad we're putting this on our product that we hope people download and consume. (laughs) Me too. I'm glad we're on the same page. They're excited. For two chunks and a hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and my guy's sort of like stoic. And so when he gets hurt, it's just like a... That's him limping afterwards. You know what I mean? That's pretty good. So I'm Doge and my guy's weird. He goes, (laughs) all right. (laughs) He likes it. I don't know. You Uh, made him. Don't ask him about it. My guy. I want to meet you. uh, He becomes. I'm Carter. And my guy is unrelatable in the fact that most action movie heroes are because of their biceps, what they're capable of, but he's relatable uh, in that he eats almost the entire movie. (laughs) Yeah. Brad Pitt, Ocean's Brad Pitt, 11. Ocean's Eleven. So every time he gets hurt, there's also like, he's already on the verge of belching. He's got like a mouthful <laughs> of food. So he gets hurt and he just goes, yeah, that's good. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.